welcome to another episode of Cat's Cut Podcast. And welcome back to another episode of Cat's Cut Podcast. We are finally back. We keep saying that we're going to be more consistent, but we will actually be more consistent this time. You're back with Christian and Cody. What's yeah. up? Finally again. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to be consistent this time. Uh, we've got, we're going to start recording and putting it out every Wednesday and possibly every Saturday as well. Um, so mm-hmm. we're going to be more consistent with it so uh this week we're just gonna get it out on a uh on a friday and then we'll probably record again next week sometime and put some more content out but anyways let's do let's start this bad boy off the cat's cut way cody you mind all right lord we thank you for this day and just thank you for allowing us to uh be on this platform and talking about our favorite favorite things god and favorite sport god and we just thank you for the blessings you've given us and father i just i just pray that everybody is listening to this lord or whoever listens to this god i pray that they're blessed and i pray that their week has been phenomenal and i pray that their week would just continue to be great and just pray that you just protect all of us as we travel and everything god and just thank you for everything that you've done for us and do for us in jesus name amen Amen. Good job, Cody. Oh well, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. That was awesome. Really appreciate that. And let's just let's dig in. Let's talk about the cats. You ready for that? Yes. I All am one hundred percent ready for that. <laughs> That's All why right. we're here. Yes, sir. We'll start talking about the cats on the court. So one thing that I've noticed the past couple games is Keon Brooks is finally showing up. He has. He stepped up. He yeah. definitely stepped up. Uh, Big he's had past, past two games, he's had uh twenty plus points. He uh said his he set uh he went past his uh actual goal of uh, scoring against the top five team in the country when we beat him by <coughs> we beat him by eighteen points. <coughs> Thank you. I'm so happy about that. Uh, yeah. His original was twenty three, and he beat it by. He went to he got twenty seven. That was a that was a very impressive career high. That was, yeah, that was impressive and scary because we didn't know he could do that. So, bro, me. What's funny is, is me and you were talking about this the other day. I think it was actually the day before the game. I was like, Keon Brooks has not showed up yet, and we really need him to show up. And what does he do? goes off <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen you see what happens when he steps up and plays we actually win basketball games by a lot so, so i'm just gonna start jinxing everybody uh i'm just gonna repeatedly say i haven't seen him show up yet and <laughs> watch him go off. no i ain't really seen oscar she boy he's not stepped up yet yeah he? he's not he step up buddy. oscar <laughs> you step up man step yeah. up but yeah uh back to key on man his him finally showing up, like not finally showing up. He's been consistent, but like he's, yeah. we all kind of expected him to be that like star player of the team, mm-hmm. and he's really not been that. He's been kind of like a a third or a second option, and mm-hmm. he's finally he finally bought out. He's like, you know what? I'm the most experienced kid on the team. Let's get this. And a, uh, he was everywhere on the court. He was shooting jumpers from uh, from the free throw line from the corner. I mean, he was slamming the ball. Bro, uh, you know, he, he was all over the floor against Kansas, man. I mean, he did a heck of a job. Yeah, and 
honestly, without that performance, we would not have won that game by as much as we did. No. <laughs> I mean, we all, I won't say he was, he, we all played, like, we we played team basketball against we did. Kansas. We really did. We played, and that I, that's the first time since Tennessee, since that happened. So, I and mean, if we can do, if we can consistently do that all year, I don't think anybody is stopping us in our March. I really well, don't. Well, I mean, the only game recently that we've lost has been the Auburn game, and mm-hmm. I mean, Tata. When Tata went down, we were up thirty-five to twenty-two, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. and his losing him like really hurt us. And, and it did. He was kind of iffy to come back against Kansas. I think they kind of yeah. rushed him, but you know, it we ended up winning. But mm-hmm. had Tata not got hurt, I think we win that game by probably ten. Um, oh, but, most definitely. Yeah, I mean, you but, had you had go him going out, and then I mean, you had Severe Wheeler. He was out for a crucial three minutes of the basketball game when it yeah. was real close. That's when Auburn went on their stretch when he was yeah. out, and that's when so, they kind of gained momentum. Yeah, so it shifted. So I mean, if you don't have those injuries, you I think you easily win by I don't not easily, but I think you win by at least ten or twelve points at yeah. Auburn and knock them off. Yeah, and. Who knows where we would have been at now? Like, I mean, you knock off Auburn and then you beat Kansas. Like, oh, man. You'd be probably top three right now. But I, mean, I can't we're... believe they moved us up five to the five. Yeah, I know. That's, that's... I know we ain't really been getting no love this year. I was kind of shocked. Exactly. I thought we'd be – I knew we'd be top ten. I thought we'd be like eight or nine. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's it looks good for us, though. I'm ready to play Auburn again. Yeah, I'm hoping we get to play them in the SEC championship. Yeah, and uh, – but uh, back to Tata's injury, you know, it's still kind of affecting him because, like, even against Vandy, he really didn't get to play that much. He only played, like, 19 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, I didn't really watch much of the Vanderbilt game because I couldn't, but so yeah, yeah. I have to talk about that. But. but, yeah, like, I mean, Mintz played quite a bit more than uh, than he normally does, and, I mean, he had 21, I believe, off the bench, which helps a lot when <laughs> – I mean, Devion Mintz – has been a dog this year. He's really. St- he's, oh, go ahead. Go sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I, 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 I was gonna say he's he's very aggressive. And that's what I like about him. He's not yeah. scared to come at you. Yeah, and what's what's like really good about having him off the bench is he's he has that starter mentality. Like he's he. I mean, he was our leading scorer last year, if I'm not mistaken. Like he was our leader yeah. last year, and now he's coming off the bench. And he's got that experience on him, man. Like, <laughs> like it's that's tough yeah, to was, stop. Yeah, he had twenty-one points. That's the only one I'm gonna say. He only he was <laughs> he was six from eleven. He was six from eleven, and then four for seven for from three-point line. That's pretty good. But that's what he, that's what I expect from him. Really, is to at least fifteen or twenty points a game, and I, that's what I expect out of Keon half the time too. It's twenty, yeah. Yeah, tw- at least twenty points. Which, I mean, like, him stepping up in that Vanderbilt game really helped us. Because, I mean, Savir really didn't have that great of a, a shooting performance. Um, yeah. So, because <laughs> all his points came off free throws. But, you know, mm-hmm. having Savir out there, he just kind of he distributes the ball really well. And mm-hmm. having a guy like Mintz come in, like when Tata, he's been hurt, he comes in, he fills that role, he can shoot. Like, his jumper's been wet this year. It's kind of oh, shocked yeah. me. I did not know he's that good at shooting. <laughs> yes. He he's been shoot. a dog. 
One thing that has impressed me really is our transition basketball. Our transition basketball has been phenomenal. Like it has been, it's it it's amazing. Like I, for example, in the beginning of the Vanderbilt game, t- Jacob Toppin jumped off his big toe and swatted the ball. <laughs> he lost it, and then we went down the floor, and Tata did a floater and one. And then, I mean, like, and even during the Kansas game, that's how we scored most of our points was in transition and beating the team down the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think that's one of the things that we're, we're strong at, I guess, is getting down the floor in transition. Yeah, and it, it also helps when you have a guy like Oscar Tishiboy who boards like 900 boards a game. <sighs> Maybe a little bit, not really. Just a tad, just a tad. Maybe a little bit. Yeah. Which, man, his <laughs> defensive efforts, man, he's a monster. Yeah, he like it's hard it's hard to go toe to toe against Oscar. It is, especially when he told everybody, but I guess pretty much everybody in the country that he's the best. Yeah. <laughs> he's the best. You well, can't I mean, you can't take it. Like I mean, but he's proved that he is. <laughs> he has. Like he, he has leads the, he. he leads the nation in boards right now and I think he leads it by two and a half or something like that. He leads yeah, it at fifteen point two. Yeah. Yeah, and He's a dog. I'm not but, seeing somebody rebound him, like him in a while. I mean, you only like I know NBA is harder, but you uh-huh. don't see anybody in the NBA getting 15, like averaging 15 rebounds a game. Yeah, it's, for him it's, not to be like seven footer, that's what I'm saying. He yeah, like he's seven foot. He's just six nine, and it feels like the ball just like I've said multiple times. This man has magnets in his hands. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, Jacob Toppin is taller than him, is he not? I I think they're about the same height. Hey, I, I I thought they I didn't think I thought he was either the same or if they were I, they may be the same I don't know. Yeah, I believe he's he's got an inch on him, but um, but you know one thing, it's getting closer to tournament time, and uh, we've kind of got a little rough patch on our uh, going down the season, like winding it down. Yeah, with Tata's injury, I mean we do have somebody off the bench that's not got to play yet. Could, uh, could we possibly see Shaden Sharp this year? Man, I don't know. What, Do listening, to, listening to Cal's interviews and then people asking him, saying that they hadn't planned on him playing at all this year. Um, I mean, he said you never know, but I mean, I just, I just don't think unless. God forbid we're in a horrible injury situation that he has to come on. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But Cal has said that he's there's nowhere close to even being in shape, and that he's not even. He said he's not even close to being ready. So I mean, I just don't expect him to be on the floor unless you know, like Ty Ty's gone, and then if like Wheeler's gone, I feel like he would come step in and try to run point a little bit, but. But I, I, it, you, we'll never know. I mean, that's the big question everybody's been wondering. I just, I don't think he'll come in till, until next year. So. Man, I, I just want to see him out there for like three or four minutes, like when, when we, yeah, uh, because I mean, we got a game in Knoxville coming up pretty soon in Thompson Bowling Arena mm-hmm. against the. Uh, I'm not gonna say their names. They don't deserve to be spoken on this podcast. Um, yeah. <laughs> well, on this episode, the for playing. Well, yeah. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah i if we go in there and we're up by like 
30 like we were last game against them. Dude. Um, I mean, we got to see Shaden at least a minute. Like, just throw him out there, let him shoot one shot. It don't matter if he airballs it or not. Like, shoot, just let, let him shoot him. half court. Yeah. Let him point <laughs> at the line and shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> let him in with three seconds of the fourth quarter. Let him, let him point at the Tennessee logo when we're up 30, and I want him just to shoot it and drill it and then walk <laughs> off. The only, the only shot I want. Oh, you said it. All year. Oh, shoot. I wasn't supposed to tell everybody. Gosh, Cody. Cal told me that. Not say that. And I said we're going to restart. Uh, we're we're, yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're going to scrap this episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy. But, uh, yeah, but I don't know if he'll play or not. I mean. Yeah, it's. I mean, I would really like to see him just because of the fan aspect. And, mm-hmm. like, he's. What was he? He's the number one recruit for he next year, number, right? He was the number one player for next year, but he, he switched it to where he was coming this year. So that's yeah. why he's here. That's what to I figure thought. a bunch of stuff out. Yeah, but uh, early classification. Since we're talking about Shaden, do you think he stays or do you think he goes? Uh, I, he's already came out and said he's going to stay for next year, didn't he? Oh, did he? I'm oh, pretty sure he did. Um, but, you know, I think if we do play him, like give him big minutes, you know, that's going to hurt his – or his – not hurt him. It's gonna hurt us in trying to keep him because if he plays good, like he's he got the ability to like the draft stock's gonna go up for him. And when the draft stock goes up, the money goes up. And when you see the money go yeah. up, I mean that's hard to pass. So yeah, it just depends. I mean, the, like I said, the way Cal talks, I just don't think. I like it makes me think that he'll be back next year, which uh-huh. would be amazing because yeah. he would actually be ready. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it it day by day. You'll never know until. Yeah. Some, until which, I, no, I don't think anybody will say anything, especially Cal. So. Yeah, he ain't gonna let that out. But yeah. uh, you know, we've got we've got actually a pretty tough road ahead of us in the we next do. five to six games. Got to go to Tuscaloosa Saturday, man. That's gonna be a tough one. Well, we got to go to Tuscaloosa on then Saturday, then South Carolina, then back to Rupp. Then we go to Knoxville on and the 15th. Was, now we have one road game after that, and it's the end of the year. So that's yeah. be the last one against Arkansas. So, And then we got to play in Florida. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, Miss and, and Florida. I'm sorry. <laughs> I forgot we played two games in March. Yeah. I th- I think the old Miss one's it, Rob. I'm not it for is. sure. Is it? it? Is. Yeah. So, but, I mean... We've got Bama, South Carolina, Florida, Tennessee. Uh, <laughs> that nasty after team. The Tennessee, after the after the bleh, after the one the one people, um, we have uh, we got two big home games. You got Alabama and LSU. So. Yeah, those are those are gonna be good games. Um, so, what do you think our record's gonna be in those next six games? Okay, toughest the toughest two that you will play will be the Alabama game. Uh huh. Which one? The, the the one Saturday. Okay. I don't. I think I think we blow them out at home. I don't think I don't. I don't think we lose a home game. Yeah. And I and I want to just go on and say we don't lose another away game. The only uh-huh. two away games that I think we might lose are either the Alabama game or the Florida game. Because I feel like we kind of struggle every time we go there. 
Yeah, it, it seems that way. Well, I mean, we struggled at Arkansas, too. Yeah, that's true. But, you know, I think that we, over this, the course of the next six games, I think that we, we win them all. Um, I think your toughest one is going to be, I mean, I think it's going to be LSU again. And then I think the uh, I think the uh, team in Knoxville, I think that'll be a I think that'll be a close one too. You weren't even supposed to say Knoxville, man. You didn't even say that either. Well, so, I buddy, I don't know how to refer them like the ugly ones. Just say, just say <laughs> the, ugly, that, the that, ugly dogs, ugly dogs. Oh, no, I can't say that either. Oh, no. no, it's the ugly orange. That's what ugly. we'll call it. Oh, there we go. The ugly orange. Man. Yeah, the ugly orange. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think that we. Like honestly, I think Kentucky has the best team in the nation. I know that's a little biased, probably, healthy. but when healthy, when healthy, this team is unstoppable. Mm-hmm. When you've they got really Ty, when you got Ty Ty balling out, you got Severe Wheeler dominant, uh, Kellen Grady just shooting like he's Steph Curry. Yeah, <laughs> Steph Curry keep <laughs> winning. No, he there. I think it was like one of his first shots of the game. He like readjusted it against Vandy. Like he mid air, he like adjusted mid air and just right through the hoop. I was like, oh my gosh! His shots are just ridiculous. Like, like his everyone, like ninety ninety eight percent of his threes are him catching the ball and twisting <laughs> around and shooting, it. and it just like it's like how because a lot know, of players can't do that. Yeah, like how does he do that? <laughs> and it's, I've it's, I've got to the point like where when he shoots, I think it's going in. Like yeah. it's like it's at that well, point. I'm like, to. yeah, it's like because some guys you're like, eh, okay, I guess he's gonna miss that one, and the, but like as soon as it releases his hand, I'm like, okay, yep, that's butter. And <laughs> it's crazy to think that he like everybody's saying that he was the best shooter in the country and on Kentucky, but at the beginning of the year they were saying that C.J. Frederick is the best in the country. Yeah. So Could you I imagine if we had him hang Grady? <laughs> You know, I, I know everybody likes him like, shooting his threes and everything, but I know like I would like to see him like kind of drive the ball more, get aggressive because I know we know I know he can. Yeah. Stuff like I that. Mean, so he's good. He's good defensively too. Yeah, he, he is a good. We have our whole team is good at defending. To really. Yeah, that's one look. thing I've noticed about this team. It's probably one of the best defensive teams Cal's had in a little bit. Yeah. Not the blocks aren't there like we usually have. Like our big men are blocking a lot and stuff like yeah. that. But I mean, we're playing. Well, let's be we, real. Oscar just doesn't want to get the block so he can get the boards. <laughs> that's true. That that's very true. Actually, that's true. you don't have to worry about blocks. He's just going to get the rebound. Yeah, he's going to get the rebound. He's going to contest the shot and then get the board. I think at this point people know to just back off and just let him get it. <laughs> just like yeah. don't touch him, just let him get it. Don't get hurt. Just let him have the ball. It's funny watching him. He'll he'll like fight his own teammates for the ball. <laughs> Jacob, he's like, get away, Jacob. He's like, this is my ball. <laughs> this is my ball. You don't this touch. This is mine. Okay, and uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that this team is a very special team. I think we'll go pretty deep. If not all the way, and have us another trophy in Lexington here pretty soon. Hey, um, I know everybody's seen the post on Twitter about the Braves. Yep, that's, that's pretty. Uh, it's 
pretty gnarly, if I do say it's myself. really accurate. Yeah, I hope it is accurate. I'm uh, I'm down. I'm down to go party it up in uh, Lexington when it's. And, and the funny thing about it is, the game, the national championship and final four is in New Orleans. Uh oh. Repeat. Sure. I think it's in New Orleans. Well, don't tell me that and it not be, because then oh. I wouldn't be very upset. It should be in New Orleans. <laughs> I hope it is. It'd be pretty awesome. Because that's like just a repeat of 2012. And yeah, no. we had a dominant see. center then, too. We did. Anthony mm-hmm. Davis. Mm-hmm. Mr. Anthony Davis, buddy. What he, yeah. he who's better? Anthony or we'll just I'll just gonna see. I'm I'm curious. Anthony Davis, Oscar to Sheboy. Let me see what it Oh gosh. Uh <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say Davis just on the sheer fact that he really didn't have the talent around him that Oscar has around him. But <laughs> I Davis had some talent around He had him. talent around him, but I don't think he had this level of talent. This he team is really deep. <laughs> Michael Kidd Gilchrist. The reincarnation of Michael Gordon. <laughs> no, uh I think I think Davis was the better player because I mean look at his block numbers, man. Mm-hmm. He like not- he had more than teams like entire seasons. Like yeah, good teams. <laughs> that's the only difference between him and Oscar is that Davis was so long and lengthy that mm-hmm. he 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 blocked and rebounded like he rebounded almost just as good as Oscar, not better than Oscar, almost as good, and he blocked two, two times better than Oscar. I think and that his offensive Oscar, game. I think. I think his offensive game was better, and I think that's what separates him. Yeah, because he could he could shoot mid range and he could shoot a little bit of the three too. So, mm-hmm. I think that's what the difference well, since, is in them two. Yes, yeah, I mean, since we're talking about Oscar, what do you think about him being in the the front runner for I think it's National Player of the Year? I love it. It's awesome. I love it. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I, I mean, you expect that way the perform the performance he's put on all year. So I mean, I ex, I'm expecting him to. I expect him to win it. I mean, I don't expect him to slow down unless God forbid he gets hurt. Why would you even say that? Sorry, that's all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I, I totally agree. I think, I think he's 100 percent gonna win the defensive one. Um, but you never know how they're gonna go for the national. So yeah, I mean, but, there's a lot of there's a lot of people in that. Obviously, yeah, they go. I mean, they, a lot yeah. of that's flash too. They pick a lot of yeah. flash players. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll hope he. Uh, Hope he wins that and everything. Uh, well, I think we've uh, had enough basketball talk. I think we need to talk about the boys in on the on the field. The like boys in Kroger. Kroger. The Kroger boys. We got a lot right. to talk about in football. Actually, have a yeah. lot. A um, lot has happened since we talked. Uh, a betrayal. Yeah, by Eric Retard. Oh wait, that's not his last name. Oh, uh, is it Wolf Wolford? Wolford, yep. My man yep. didn't even want to say goodbye; he just left. Well, dude, and what I think is even crazier is that he, like Matt Jones, tweeted. Let me pull it up. I'm gonna read it. I'm gonna quote Matt Jones. This is what oh, he crazy. said. 
It's untown what he said about him. It says, <laughs> I think it's saying. fair to say there's some frustration in Lexington about the circumstances surrounding the departure of Eric Wolford to Alabama. On Friday of last week, Wolford was recruiting late O-line targets for Kentucky and left to interview at Alabama. On Saturday, he took the job, never came back to Lexington to tell the team bye, and was recruiting the same kid for Alabama. That's dirty. That's that is very, very dirty. dirty. That is hopefully, dirty. Hopefully, Bama gets fined for that a little bit. I hope so. Like, I mean, you, <laughs> you seen what happened to Bama's defensive coordinator, didn't you? Uh-uh. <laughs> he got arrested for a DUI yesterday. No, he didn't. <laughs> or this morning. <laughs> he got arrested from a DUI. I think it was either last yesterday morning or this morning or something, dude. Let's go. I'm not to be honest with you. I'm not sure what happened to their other offensive line coach to make him go. I mean, I'm glad he's gone now. I'm gonna be honest with you, but yeah. But you know, if you always remember the first day and the last day of somebody, and that's gonna scar his reputation with Big Blue Nation, mm-hmm. I think. So yeah, and uh, people are already talking about his replacement being. Um, the 49ers offensive line coach, but that's just oh. rumors. That's nothing like Ooh. serious. But I mean, it's I don't know who will. Which go I mean, if if Liam Cohen stays at OC, we'll talk about that here in a second. But I mean, he does have connections to the big leagues. I mean, him working with the Rams. I mean, the mm-hmm. 49ers is inner division or yeah, inner division. Rival, so I mean, the, he probably has connections there. Yeah, I mean, the 49ers, I mean, they have good offensive line. Yep, they probably, have solid yeah. offensive line. So. Yeah, I mean, they got to the NFC championship, so I mean, mm-hmm. that offense had had to protect Jimmy G. Well, at the end, they didn't really protect him, I guess. Well, you know, they can <laughs> only do so much. <laughs> probably one of the most dominant defensive players of all time, so I understand. So Yeah, Aaron Donald and Vaughn Miller. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty hard that's, to stop anyways. That is that is but, pretty hard to stop. Uh moving forward, we gotta chat about the possibility of maybe losing Liam Cohen. I don't even say it. I don't, I, I don't wanna talk don't about wanna it, but it, we have to, Cody. I William Cohen, I feel like, has been a knot in shining armor for Kentucky. Yeah. Um, just he revamped the offense. He's made us a passing school for so long. We've been known for running the ball like the mm-hmm. Wildcat. The Wildcat literally came from Kentucky. Everybody knows this already. That's listening. I don't know why I had to say yeah. that. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's called but, Wildcat for a reason. Yeah, it's called Wildcat for a reason. And the reason we had to run it is because we're just so used to running and not really having a good quarterback. And you know, it's it's all it's mostly because of him and Will Levis. Like, I mean, him designing the offense for Will Levis to operate in. Mm-hmm. I, it's, okay. it's sad to see that he might be going back to the Rams, but as their offensive coordinator. Yeah. yeah. For people that are listening and don't know what we're talking about, possibly uh, there have been rumors after the Rams' offensive coordinator took a head coaching job at the Vikings that Liam Cohen might be the next offensive coordinator at the Rams or the Vikings. So that's what that's what we're talking about, and we're all a little worried about that. I didn't know he, that the Vikings. Yeah, it was both. It was both of them. Mm, I thought it was just the Rams. Oh, no, that's interesting. 
I think they were just showing interest. I don't know if there's been like interviews set up, which I mean, I don't think they're worried about interviews right now since they're yeah. about to play in the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, hopefully, Mark Stoops and the University of Kentucky just backs the Burns truck up to him. It's like, you're not leaving. But he uh, got a pay raise. I'm pretty sure he got a big pay raise. Yeah, let's give him another one. He deserves it. Yeah, um. <laughs> give, him a, give him what he wants. But uh, speaking of this offense, we've got some pretty nasty recruits and transfers coming in for next year. Mm-hmm. Well, and we've, talked, we've talked about a lot of them already, but... Yeah, uh, Will Levis is going to have quite a bit more receivers to be throwing the ball to. We might have the best receiving core in the country next year. You can quote me on that, too. Mm, I like but, it. I like it. Because... If you guys didn't watch our live, which you guys should have, mm-hmm. and we possibly might be doing another one, Uh-oh. we talked about after he had transferred the day of the, the live that we did on Twitter, Facebook, and everything you could think of because we couldn't figure it out. <laughs> um, it was Javon, was it Devon Baker or Javon Baker? Javon Baker. Javon Baker from Alabama. Uh you can't. Or I can't give you stats because he didn't play much. But he's a he was a four star receiver. I'm pretty sure he was top fifty in the country when mm-hmm. he committed to Alabama. So I mean yep. that's just that's add that adds another target, and he'll be I'm pretty sure junior. Yeah, he'll be going so, into mean, his junior year. Mm-hmm. And then you, plus you've got the Robinson kid that transferred from Virginia. Uh, he's nasty. Mm-hmm. And then we just got a newer recruit, didn't we? We did. Okay. We got a four star for twenty twenty three. Shamar Porter. Shamar Porter from Nashville. Mm-hmm. Nashville's getting interesting for football for us. Yeah, I know. Like we've been seeing a lot of people from Nashville it's, and Knoxville and just Tennessee in general. Mm-hmm. Tennessee's get a little in trouble from us now. We're getting all their the big we're all their in star- trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. How about throw up? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, Mark's done a really good job going down there and getting everybody that we 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 don't want the you know who to have. So. Yeah, and uh, you know, oh, I don't think this has been on the airwaves yet, but I think that we we possibly got another uh, got another Stoops brother, didn't we? We talked about that, I thought. We didn't do it on we did it on the wall. Oh, we did. Well, um, yeah, we added a uh, another we had another commander to the Stoops troops. We added a was it yeah. was it Mike? Mike. Yeah. Big yeah. Mike. We had Mark Big and Mike. Mark and Mike. Now we just need Bob. <laughs> we just need Bob. <laughs> I don't know how many brothers of the Stoops they got. I'm pretty uh, sure there's twenty of them. Yeah, we need all. We need all twenty. Everyone. If there is twenty. We need Papa Stoops if the, if he's still alive. <laughs> we need Papa Stoops. He'll be the president uh, of Kentucky here. Yeah, he so. can be president. Mm-hmm. But you know, uh we had speaking of just some of the receivers that we've had, like I mean we've had a couple four stars uh that have committed to us earlier in the year, like Dane Key, um mm-hmm. Barry on Brown. Then plus yep. all these transfers, man, our receiving course can be pretty stacked. Like it, it will might, be. It'll we be might insane. have a couple. We might have a couple like transfer. Like I mean, I think it's going to be that stack. Like we're going to like guys that are going to be like the odd men out. They're going to have mm-hmm. to transfer out because they didn't get a shot oh, yeah. here. I think it's going to be that stacked. Well, it's going to be very experienced too, and that's something that we've not seen 
that took you in a while is the experienced receiving core. Yeah, and I think Wondell Robinson had a lot to do with that. Cause, oh, yeah. Because, I mean, you watch him, like, I mean, 1,300 yards, like, that's that's quite a bit. That is quite a bit. And, I mean, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, it's just not him. I mean, not, it was him, you know, his performance and everything that he did was, you know, kind of attracted everybody. But, I mean, you yeah. got to be impressed with what Will Levis can do, too, man. Yeah, and the offense. you got to be impressed. But, I mean... <laughs> Robinson was one of the highest-rated PFF-graded receivers. He, I think he was tied for third. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, he that, was, that says yeah, something. That does In say something. In the nation. In the nation. Out of favor. And, and since we're talking about receivers, uh, you know, you, you got to think who we have coming up. Barry on Brown, mm-hmm. uh, Dane Key, and yep. one guy that I will talk about, and if people don't know this, Jordan Anthony. Yep. He, he's, he is an athlete, so he could play, hopefully he plays wide receiver, maybe. But if you guys didn't know, he set the U.S. record in a 60-meter dash, and it was 6-7. Dang. That, um, yeah, that, that he set the United States of America record in that. Um, that's impressive. Very the impressive. United States record, baby. That's of what America. like to hear. Of America. That. Uh, that, that really is it really is. That's crazy. <laughs> and uh, and if we're gonna talk about recruiting, we're thirteenth in, in the country. The that is the best recruiting class, to my knowledge, that Kentucky has ever had. Thirteenth. Well, buddy, if if you'll finally commit to Kentucky, it'll be number one. Because mm-hmm. we know you're a six. You're a six star. Yeah. They got you listed as a do or a DW, oh, yeah. dangerous oh, weapon. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, people don't know about that. Yet. I yeah. Oh yeah. My bad. My bad. I'll keep it on the download. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, um, a couple of days ago, we actually lost a a um, an, another corner in uh, Dort, and he finally. <sighs> He finally picked where he was going to go, and he's going to Wisconsin. So shout out the door. Hope you do well. I know yeah. you're listening because, you know, everybody Obviously, listens. you love us, yeah. We, yeah. Everybody loves us. Yep. <laughs> um, but apparently, McCall and and Kennard uh, and Yusuf Corker yeah. and all them boys, they're looking pretty good at the, the senior bowl and the practices they and stuff. Are. Yeah, well, well, Mark McCall, he's in that. I don't know if he did the – did he not do the senior bowl? I'm pretty sure he's only doing the East and West Tron Bowl. Well, whatever he like did, that. he stood out in it. Yeah, <laughs> big things about him. Yeah, because, I mean, he's a big body. He's solid. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's all you can really ask for in a D-tackle. Yep. That is, so, he's aggressive. Uh, yep. And I knew you expected – uh, Kennard to show out, obviously. I mean, I oh yeah. I don't think anybody sh- was like shocked that he impressed uh, Luke Fortner. I'm not sure how he did. I, people were uh-huh. saying that he did good, mm-hmm. and then I have no clue how Corker did. I have no info on him. Uh, yeah, I, I've not really. I heard I heard that he was doing pretty good in past breakups, but I've not really mm-hmm. heard anything else. I've not really got to keep up with the stats. Yeah. 
yeah. and stuff. I've just kind of read the gist on stuff and heard the gist on stuff, and it's been mm-hmm. that they're all doing fairly well. At yeah. That. And so, uh, Pascal uh, opting out of it was interesting to me. Yeah, I kind of thought he would. I thought that's where he would go to make his uh, his stock kind of rise. Yeah, but I guess, I guess he's he he is going to the uh, the combine. So I mean, yeah. I think that he'll prove himself there. But I mean, I think he's I think he's top three like third, second, third round draft pick maybe. Yeah. It just depends on what people need because he's a, a lot of it depends on the on his pro day and the draft combine. Because yeah. I mean, you can have these great careers in college, but if like you don't show out in the combine in your pro day, then it's gonna kind of affect that. And yeah, so I mean, you've seen these guys that you've not really heard of, and they go out and have an amazing combine and amazing pro day, and mm-hmm. they jump up into like the top fifteen, top three, like just stuff like that. Like yeah, like last year with uh, well, not even Jamin Davis, like Zach Wilson. You like you you knew who Zach Wilson was, but you didn't think like honestly, like before about two weeks into the draft, I did not think Zach Wilson was gonna get picked top ten. Oh yeah, like I thought he was I mean, gonna be a second rounder. <laughs> I mean, people had talked about it, you know. But yeah, it. I mean, it's hard for people like him, mm-hmm. and I'll and I'll say like, uh, what was his name? Uh, like, Trey Lance. Uh huh. It's hard for people like them to get noticed, you you know, because they're not yeah. at big schools. Yeah. Because and... you people go straight for if you're at a big school and you're playing well, you were automatic first round draft pick. Yeah, but, yeah, like uh, like Mac Jones, like people like that, they stand out a little mm-hmm. bit more. Yeah, so. but uh, yeah, like you said, if you're good, at, if you have a great pro day and have a great, uh, if you're playing good at the ball games and yeah. you're doing great in your combine, I mean, people are gonna want you because they look at that stuff heavenly. They don't look at, I mean, they do look at like your past, like the games and stuff you uh-huh. played and the rest of stuff you done, but they they like drool over the the combine and pro days so. yeah it, it it helps out like really good players it's like a, a reassurance and a confirmation for these teams mm-hmm. and it's yeah. like okay what the, these got this guy's stats it kind of confirms that like okay he showed out here he must be really good so let's take him so mm-hmm. it kind of helps out and then it does you, you just never know how people position out because like I saw Kennard get picked in the first round in some mock drafts. I saw him get picked in the third. Like, you just don't know because there's not much out there, like, teams' interest in certain positions. Mm. A little bit closer to the draft, you'll hear more teams, like, you'll have their interest out, like, because free agency hits before the draft. So, Mm. Kennard could be an early pick in the first. Like, you just never know or – Cork yeah. could like you just don't know where these guys are gonna land mm-hmm. or like even Mondale like I mean I know he's not a senior or anything so he's not gonna get the senior bowl aspect of it but yeah like just the combine and the pro day like I mean that could help his stock out because right now I've saw him I've saw him get picked in the early third and late second that's where I've been seeing him at he could be a really good special teams guy to be. On. I mean, he could also be a good offensive guy. I think that he. I think he'll be more like a Debo Samuel type of guy the, for a team. The one. The one thing that hurts him so much, and I hate that people look at that, is his height. I hate. I hate that people look at his people's height. <laughs> okay, so I'm not dissing on the man at all. But have you seen what PFF and these other like stat places have him listed at? No. Like, otherwise, they got him at five eleven. Really. 
Yeah, like PFF I mean, has him at five eleven. Wow. Uh, well, I mean, well, I was gonna say, I mean, you you could look at short people. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna. I, I'm saying they're short. Okay, hold on, guys. He, he's I'm not got a lot short. of height to him. Yeah, he's not got that much height for a football player that you would imagine would be like six two or six three. He's not like a Drake London or a Trey Long yeah. in size. Yeah, yeah, and that's one thing. And that's one thing that people look at. They want to see if you've got. If they like they like the NFL offenses love yeah. a receiver that are that are fast and then have and good height on them. Yep. Yes, they have good height. And it's it's just it goes down to like analytics too, like, mm. and then the eye test. I mean, that all plays a factor. I think that I think that hot thing's gonna knock him a little bit. I hate to say that yeah. he's a great receiver, no doubt. I mean, I'd yeah. love to see him in Cleveland. I know a lot of people hate on Cleveland, right now, <sighs> but uh, I wouldn't mind seeing him in Cleveland wearing an orange and brown uniform. It's a little biased, but you know, I I wouldn't yeah. mind it. <laughs> we love we you, do. Ne- we do. Listen, we love yeah, you. we do love you. Wide receiver we're one. We're not calling you short. W R taller than most people. Yeah. We love okay. you. Yeah. And uh I think this episode's been pretty good, Cody. Yeah. It's been real fun. <laughs> yeah. It has, yeah. Yeah, it's been a fun episode and uh Like we said, we're it. gonna be more consistent. We actually yep. are. We'll be, we'll definitely be more consistent. Yeah, don't, that don't, last time. yeah don't worry. I'm going to fight Cody if we're not more consistent. Um, <laughs> we'll pay per view it and uh, <laughs> we'll charge $500 so we can. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, yeah. all right. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, <laughs> and uh, just check out our Instagram, mm-hmm. our uh, Twitter, and our Facebook channel. We don't and we don't post on Facebook much, but you know why not? We we just update that we're releasing new episodes of the podcast on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So that's yep, that's pretty much what that is. And if you want to catch us live, that's we'll probably be on Facebook. Yeah. No anywhere else to go hardly. So, yeah. So. <laughs> but uh thank you guys for listening and go cats. Mm-hmm. Go cats. <laughs>